What's up, everybody? You're listening to the one and only T-Mac-inspired podcast. Listen as she sits down with regular people to discuss the ideas, the ideas, the opportunities, the opportunities, and the wealth-building strategies that they're taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. Sharice. Hello. How are you, Tasha? I am doing fantabulous. Fantastic. Love it. Yes, ma'am. I know you are. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love it. just in case the people out there don't know or haven't figured it out yet, I start out pretty strong. Okay. Okay. Yes, ma'am. I'm up for the challenge. <laughs> <laughs> so let me let me let me ask you. Mm-hmm. The day that you were on assignment. In New York. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a gun was drawn on you. Mm-hmm. What happened? Okay. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, that has never happened to me before, nor have I ever been in that situation. So um there was um a situation in a hotel that we were staying because they were doing the sheltering in place and all that was in this hotel were nurses. And um, someone had come to the hotel manager and begged him to allow him to come in because they had some issues. So he was like, okay, like, I don't want to be a total dick about this. So I'll rent your room because rates were really cheap at that time. So um, apparently, unbeknownst to me, who I was off that day, sitting in my room, I had ordered Grubhub, like I hardly ever eat beef, but today I wanted a beef, like a hamburger, right? So I ordered my gr- <laughs> I ordered Grubhub and the driver had called because I don't let them come up to anywhere near my room. I'll meet them, you know, downstairs. So I had my cell phone, my key card, I had on a sweatshirt some leggings and some flip flops. So that's relevant to this story. Um, so I went to go downstairs to get my, um, the, to meet the driver. And at the hotel, you can only make a right. So I, you know, you couldn't even go left. There was nothing there except for a water fountain. I was rounding the corner and all I um, felt or heard was, put your hands up, put your hands up, put your hands up in this um gun to like to my temple to the point where I could just feel it and I heard click 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 Mm. right and I mean I'll never forget click 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 and I'm standing there and I'm just like frozen like you know I so now I I truly understand that fight or flight you know and I just completely froze I said I hear you but I can't move I cannot move and I was like, is this a fucking drill? Because like, why, like, why else would a gun be to my head? And it was like, so this, I kind of <clears> looked out my peripheral and I see this tall white guy and the gun was long. I don't carry a gun, so I'm not familiar with which type it was, but it was like a long gun, you know? And, um, you know, I'm looking at him like this. I still have my hands up. And he was like, back up, back up, back up. I was like, sir, I, I, I can't move. Like, I, I hear you. I'm not trying. I, I just don't, I, my body, like I couldn't move. So then another, he was part of a SWAT team. Um, so another man was coming in front of me and he had his gun raised. And I was just like, 
oh, like, can someone tell me what's going on? And the manager heard my voice and he was like, Sharice, is that you? And I said, yes. So he told the guys, he was like, guys, I told you we have nurses here that are helping us fight this COVID shit. She's one of our nurses. So the guy in front of me lowered his gun, but this guy didn't. I could still like just feel it on my left temple. And so I'm just like, you know, so the guy in front of me was like, you know, go to your car. And I was like, I don't have a car. Cause um, typically when I went on assignment, I would stay close enough, like, cause I like to walk. And I, so I was like a mile away from the um, hospital. So I would walk back and forth. I would get up, walk, and I would meditate during my walk. And then after my shift, walk back just to kind of decompress. So I didn't have a car. Um, so he's like, get in your car, get in your car. I was like, I don't have a car. And he was like, well, he was like, come on. I was like, can I, can I go get a bra on? Like, I don't like, I don't know why I said that, but you know, I was just like, you know, he was like, no, I'm going to cover you. I was like, cover me. Like, <gasps> what is going on? So, you know, we ran across the parking lot to another hotel. It was raining, it was cold. And, you know, I just didn't wanna, you know, so I, we made it over there and I was, you know, at that point safe. So what happened? So the people that came into the hotel were, I don't even know who, but um, they had invited someone into the hotel and then robbed them at gunpoint. So the lady's running out of the hotel screaming, you know, her clothes are ripped, she's bleeding and they're running after her with their guns drawn. So the manager um, called the police and it was such a small, you know, smaller town that this, well, the SWAT team was um, dispatched. So yeah, and that, that caused, PTSD that I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> that so, I so, mm -hmm. so you're on assignment. Mm -hmm. You're, you're like on assignment in New York mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. a nurse taking mm -hmm. care of COVID patients. You are in a COVID crisis mm -hmm. situation. Like you're there risking your life yeah. health wise by being mm -hmm. by taking care of COVID patients, number one. Yeah. Yeah. And then on your day off, because I I from what I understand, you guys work a long, you guys work long days and, and a lot yeah. of days in a row. So yeah. on your day off, you just want to go downstairs to get grub on <laughs> right. and come back, go back to your room right. to rest. Yeah. yeah. And you have a a, a gun um mm -hmm. pulled out on you to your head. Yeah. Not not yeah. just pulled out, but just touching mm -hmm. your head yep. or something knew nothing about so what did that do as far as your nursing career at that point like with that entwined with how we were treated with the beginning of the COVID policies I was done um I was already planning my exit out you know but I, I'm a planner I had a, a dollar amount that I had wanted to save you know I just and I was just going to thug it out until I reached that amount right but when that happened mm. I was done I was like middle fingers up you 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 mm -hmm. not you but you you know and I I had never um in my entire nursing career and I mean not saying you know but when I am on assignment and when I signed a contract I was there until the last day, or even when I was a staff nurse, when I put my two weeks in, I was there on my last day. I was not one of those that, you know, called out every day that that's just not my, you know, because you never know. I don't want to burn any bridges and I operate with integrity. 
that was the first time and at that time I had been a nurse for 20 years that I ended a contract I was like I'm done I'm done I'm done so did <clears throat> I would be too by the way <laughs> for sure right so did you did you know what you were gonna do next with your nursing career did you I have didn't. any idea I didn't um at the time I had Prior to that incident, I was thinking of, um, I was doing consulting and I also was looking into emergency, um, uh, sorry, non-emergency transportation. I, my son and I had been speaking on this for a couple years and I had researched and I was um, getting my money saved up. I had money saved up to buy a, like a used van, you know, but when that happened, like I was just so discouraged. I didn't realize that I was suffering PTSD and some depression from all the, from not only that, I think that was the straw, um, but being an emergency room trauma nurse for so long, I was, I am the queen of compartmentalization, right? And so that I think just, I just exploded. And that is just so out of character for me because like, I always like to be, you know, mm -hmm. I don't wanna say in control, but like have myself together, mm -hmm. you know, so that, yeah. To answer your question, um, that my mind just went blank, everything shut down, and I I didn't know what I was gonna do next. Wow. So take take us through the point of not knowing what you're mm -hmm. gonna do with your nursing career, because that's your mm -hmm. bread and butter, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yes. To working with um, having celebrity clients now. <laughs> How did that happen? I mean, you go from, you know, I'm right. chilling out, minding my business. Okay, right. now there's a gun to my head. Oh my God, right. I got to quit work. I don't know mm -hmm. what I'm going to do. And now you're working with celebrity clients. Like, what mm -hmm. happened? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? And I love that. Like, I feel like, you know, I, I definitely... Feel like I was in alignment. So when I came home, um, I literally sat upstairs in my room and <laughs> I like, I like white uh, Chardonnay. I didn't realize how many bottles I was going through, you know, because that's kind of when I realized that, oh, girl, like you're depressed. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I, I didn't realize it until I was like, <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> bottle number 10. <laughs> <laughs> with no glass may I add <laughs> oh yeah let's just straight to the head straight to the head okay <laughs> so um you know so I said um and I don't like to stay down for long because that's just you know that's just not who so I was like what am I going to do right now and I knew this was right at the same time where um Ahmaud Aubrey um George um Floyd and Brianna you know so may they all rest in peace but mm -hmm. the racial disparities the you know and i just knew that i could not go back into a hospital um and deal with the the divide on mm -hmm. top of the ptsd and the depression right mm -hmm. so i had to figure out something so at the time i was like okay okay so i started um you know designing masks and t-shirts and I actually made a lot of money doing that too. Like in a few months that I did it, you know, so I was just like, okay. But um, I knew I didn't, I couldn't do that for, I don't know. I just wanted to do something more. I felt, I, I felt like I needed to still impact people. That is mm -hmm. so important to me. So, um, you know, I came across um, 
um, Tam's post on Facebook, she was advertising um, her uh, a Clio Wave. Uh, Clio Waver was like $1.99. I was like, hmm, I don't know what this is. You know, I, I researched it. I looked it up and I was like, you know what? I feel like I can do this, you know? I feel like I can do it, you know? But at the time I was like, okay, I didn't have the money saved up that I needed. And I was just really trying to, just to hold on to what I had. I was like, you know what, Sharice? you'll be okay. So I, you know, I sent the $200, um, was able to fill out the application. And um, at that point, um, when I received my CLIA waiver um, certificate, um, COVID, it was not EU approved for um, at-home testing or, you know, for us to, for WAVE labs to test. So I said, okay. So <laughs> I was like, okay, I went on to Canva. I designed me a brochure. There are a lot of warehouses here in, in my area in Georgia and outside of Atlanta. I said, I'm gonna start here. So I, I was like, okay, Sharice, in my you know, driver, girl, you're not gonna come home until you get rid of, you know, 20 brochures. I said, okay, girl. <laughs> so I did. I and at the time these um warehouses, they were a lock. So I'm knocking on the door you know, knock, knock, knock. And, you know, I would tell them about, you know, mobile app testing by Sharice. I was offering drug screens, flu injections and PPD at the time, right? So I did that. And then um, not too long after that, I did see a posting for um, a, a nurse needed for a production studio here in Atlanta. So I applied for it and I was the uh, the nurse coordinate the the nurse coordinator of the VIP clients for the for Atlanta. So I had all the heavy hitters that were filming in this area. So I would coordinate their schedules and I would provide services to them. So one of my um, one of my clients, he was just like, you know, I had um, I had ordered my magnet, my car magnets from Vista Print. So one day I pull up at his house and he was like, Oh wait, what? You do what? So you know, I told him, and so he was like, you know what, my family is coming and they cannot come in here because he's filming unless they're tested, you know? So, you know, I started testing um, um, his family. And then when he was finished filming, he still continued to employ me. And he passed my name along to other um, celebrities who passed my name along. And then I did um, receive a call from a producer and so um, from Fox Soul. So I tested them. And um, Netflix calls now, like, it, it, so that's how that happened. Like, I just really feel like I was in perfect alignment, you know, with getting that first client um, because, you know, um, he had referred me to them and they, you know, continue to refer me. So I, I tell people, I feel like I'm a, you know, like a video vixen. I'm like a COVID text <laughs> vixen through the oh, music industry. I know, right? So, there's so many lessons here. I mean, it's, I can just break this down like for days, for days, for days, right, because, right. you know, everybody knows me, who knows mm -hmm. me know that mm -hmm. I have a passion for mm -hmm. helping, yeah. especially women entrepreneurs, you know, yeah. nurses yeah. in particular, you know, right. my heart. Absolutely. Uh, you know, coming from nursing, you know, for 27 years, but, you know, when I talk to women entrepreneurs and I, and I'm just, pouring out my soul to them mm -hmm. in you know real estate for one right. and then business right. stuff like that but when I actually see it from someone mm -hmm. who I've worked with because I've worked with mm -hmm. you you know yes, on, on, on my platform you know yeah in my world and to see you just say you know what 
I'm going to do it this way. I'm going to take a little bit from here. I'm going to take a little bit from there. And then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to make it my own. Like Mm -hmm. that thing that's to, you know, to say, you know what, I'm suffering with PTSD. I'm suffering Mm -hmm. with depression, but guess Mm -hmm. what? Hey, Tam mm-hmm. got this thing going on over here with mm-hmm. this clear wave, wave stuff. I'm going to yes. tap into it. You know, so that network and saying, I'm yeah. tapping into it. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to go on Canva. I'm going to mm-hmm. make my flyers. I'm going to pass them out. I'm not coming home until I pass out 10. You know, you just right. didn't stop. You did right. not stop. Right. And, and that's, that's one of the things that I always try to tell women entrepreneurs mm-hmm. or, or especially nurses who want to get an entrepreneurship and yeah. they're stuck. Like yeah. mm-hmm. you have to, it, it's one step in front of the other. You did not know that mm-hmm. day when you were in New right. York with the gun right. to your You didn't right. know that you were going to be right. testing celebrities shortly thereafter. Right. Absolutely not. Never but even thought stop. about it. Right. You know, right. things are going to come. Right. They're gonna come. They, I mean, mm-hmm. thank God, you know, you're alive. Right. But yeah, gonna yeah. come. Ops, you know, sometimes <laughs> we always say, you know, God will tap you on your shoulder and you don't pay attention. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, he may hit you on your head and you don't pay attention. And he'll, he'll take a boulder and knock you, you know, knock you upside your head right. and cause confusion. And then you're like, oh, right. okay. Right. You know, this Absolutely. is okay. I'm not supposed to do that. And that's what a lot I find that. A lot of nurses and a lot of mm-hmm. just people that work nine to five. In general, like, yeah. In yeah. general, they want they want to do something better. They want to make an mm-hmm. impact, but mm-hmm. they allow obstacles mm-hmm. to keep them from doing that. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. So when you when you said when you made up your mind, mm-hmm. like this is it, and then mm-hmm. you started getting those clients. Um, mm-hmm. those high profile clients, um, mm-hmm. working with Netflix, you know, working mm-hmm. with Fox, you know, working with all these people, mm-hmm. um, thinking back, thinking back on that, what do you think was like the number one thing that really catapulted your, your business? My confidence. Um, I was able, <laughs> um, and I say this a lot, and, and that's not to be, uh-oh, that's not to be um, humble or anything like that, or you know, conceited or anything like that. That is very humbling because, and I say this a lot, you know, I knew as Sharice Pate, the ER trauma nurse, I know that I'm a kick-ass nurse, right? But when it came to business, um, in that entrepreneur journey, I, it, I was a little like, eh, uh, uh, you know, but once I developed that confidence and I was able to speak about my business and, sh- and continue to show up as the expert, that's when I feel like, um, you know, God was like, okay, girl, like this is what, you know, you're ready, you know? So I feel like myself, um, going through, going through these motions and having the, 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 the confidence building, but yeah, just being able to connect with these people, I feel like that's what catapulted it. Being confident. And I'm tickled right when you said that. Six hours ago, <laughs> I made a reel. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And the reel says, having confidence in your abilities and what you offer the world is key to your success. 
this no lie yeah. six hours right. ago you know right and it's on right. my story so i don't even want to i screenshotted uh-huh. it when right. you said the word confidence it's uh-huh. that is mm-hmm. if you're confident yeah. in your ability mm-hmm. in your ability mm-hmm. or abilities right and yes um and what you offer the world, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You are going to be successful. Yes, yes, so true. <laughs> I so mean, true. It, that's what it is. It's crazy that you mm-hmm. said that. I'm, 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 you know, you know me. I get chills, and I'm like, why don't she say that? Right. Because yeah. you know, a lot of why do you think a lot of people? Um, why do you think a lot of people are not confident? Um. Well, I think the number one thing is they don't, I feel like it's, they don't believe that they can do it, that they don't believe that they can achieve whatever they're, they're thinking, you know? So, you know, they may speak it, but then mm-hmm. they really just don't have the faith in their heart, in their mind, their mind and their heart aren't in alignment. And so that will deter them from, you know, having that self-confidence and moving forward. That's my opinion about it. What mm-hmm. do you think? I know this is your interview, but what do you think? <laughs> oh, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. Totally. Um, but I think people don't have the confidence because mm-hmm. um, confidence comes from being truthful with yourself and doing what you say you're going to do when nobody else mm-hmm. is around. Mm-hmm. That's how you build confidence. People don't know that. Absolutely. Absolutely. But mm-hmm. if, if, so you can't promise somebody else something and be confident mm-hmm. Do it when you don't do it yourself for yourself. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm gonna give you an example. Mm-hmm. Like I, every morning, or, or almost every morning, I get mm-hmm. up and I get on my my Peloton, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm I'm confident in the fact that I have developed a routine to stay mm-hmm. healthy. I'm confident yeah. in that. You yeah. know, I drink a gallon of water every day. I'm confident mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. So that trans trans fires over into my mm-hmm. business life mm-hmm. yes yes true if I can be if mm-hmm. I can do what I say I'm going to do personally guess what mm-hmm. I'm confident mm-hmm. I'm confident that I'm going to bring it professionally right right absolutely and that is true and I yeah. you know like I said earlier like integrity you know like I said I had never um ended an, an assignment or if I put in my two weeks notice I stayed to that last day that was personally like they I mean you know of course it's good if I showed up but you know if I had already quit you know who cared but for me I cared you know and I continued with that because um my name is everything you know yes. so when you know when people say Sharice Pate people are gonna go oh you know not you know (laughs) right 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 right. oh for sure for sure and so it's how you know I always say it is how how you do anything is how Uh you do everything yeah right absolutely how you do anything is how you do everything so Mm -hmm. um if you were a quitter just Mm -hmm. you know just a quitter you would not be where you are today, you know, working with these mm-hmm. high profile clients. Absolutely. Um, you sent me a text uh, a couple of weekends ago, like I need a hundred, I need a hundred tests <laughs> in Miami. I'm doing a, was it a celebrity wedding or something? Yeah. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta test a hundred people. And I started calling people like, I gotta find right. tests and da, 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 da. Right. But, anyway, but you, that went off well, right? That went well. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, it did. I, I had um, Lady Fire, um, Rashan Jones, uh -huh. I reached out to her. Um, so because the, the people reached out to me, you know, um, she's one of my clients and she's like, Sharice, you know, we need help. So I said, well, sis, because I really, I love her. She's, she's so humble, you know, so I was like, sis, let me help you, you know, right. so she knew, <laughs> she knew that, you know, right. we need someone like you. <laughs> right. Right. Now you do, you do teach other, do you teach other people how to um, start their own clean lab? I do. Um, I started in February of last year. And the reason being was people were, cause this, this CLIA thing, it has its ebbs and flows, right? So mm -hmm. last year when it was ebbing, you know, these people were getting their CLIA waivers because they think that all you got to do is fill out the application properly and go get a box of COVID tests and start testing. Right. So a lot of people were getting their waivers and not sure of what to do next. So that okay. was like, okay. That's kind of what inspired me. Um, so I did reach out to Tam. I was like, "Hey, Tam, like, you know, I know that you're you're the you are the <laughs> the OG the queen of the Clea queen, Labs. the queen of Clear Labs." But I wanted to focus on the mobile aspect. She was like, "Girl." She said, go ahead. She was like, I support you 100%. So, you know, because I don't want to feel, you know, her to feel like, you know, stepping on her toes or, right. or anything like that. If we're running so, the same circle, you know. Right, right. You know, so I did. I went to her first before I even typed out anything. I, you know, made sure that it was, you know, had her blessing. And so when she gave it to me, I, you know, formulated a course. I, um, my first course was, um, you have your CLIA waiver, now what? But then, you know, cause my DMs and my Instagram started blowing up with all these questions, you know, especially after I posted when I was on that private jet, um, uh, testing the pilots. Um, so I got that gig from one of the directors, his family was coming in and he wanted them to be safe. So that's how I got that gig. And then, so my DMs started blowing up. So I said, I have to do something. And so to date, um, I have helped 66 people. So that makes me happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to cry. Yeah. You know, I'm a little hard on the outside, but I'm really oh, right. emotional inside. Yeah. Because I, you know my heart. Yes, I do. I truly, yeah. that's one thing I do know. <laughs> I do. And I love to see. Hmm, I just love to see when people, everyday people make a difference. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, thank you. So, so you help people. You are you still helping people that re who reach out to you? Yeah, I sh I okay. am. I am. Yes, ma'am. I sure okay. am. Now, I want to talk about. I want to talk about your your spa. Your, oh. I want to talk about your day. <laughs> is the day spa? It's a it's a med spa. Yes. Med so, spa. Um, med spa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what made you what made you decide to get into the med spa business? I know. Okay, so um my business partner, I knew her from mm -hmm. um, an assignment. We were both ER nurses, um, kept in touch all these years. Um, and so when I was making masks um, and t-shirts, designing a t-shirt, she reached out to me because she was rebranding her. Um, she has her hydration business and she was rebranding. So I did her t-shirts and masks for a photo shoot. One day we got on the phone because I had um, started um, teeth whitening and body contouring, um, non-medical, because um, I wanted to keep my overhead down. So I started doing that as well. 
and she and I had um, a phone conversation and she was like, oh, I didn't know you were doing that. Um, that's something I've been looking to um, branch off into. So um, we decided to, you know, join and become partners and we opened Elevated Lifestyle Health and Beauty Med Spa in um, Marietta, Georgia. Um, we actually started taking clients in May, but we did a ribbon cutting in October of 2021. So how's that going? It is going good. We are, yes, we have our clients. We have several people on memberships, like, because we really do push memberships. We do IV hydration. We do facials. We do body contour. And I said teeth whitening, G-schemes, which are the yoni schemes, but we just call them G-schemes. We have medical weight loss and um, several other, and I've also incorporated the CLIA testing into that as well. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> right. Oh my God. Like, right, just right on in there. Um, so our clientele is building and growing. So um, I'm, I'm excited about that. We are, we're growing. We're definitely growing. Right now it's a little slow, but I'm not even worried about that because, oh, yeah. you know, people are reaching out to us every day. Right. <laughs> you know, business yeah. businesses have their ebbs and flows. Oh, absolutely. And one thing that I found, because, you know, I've been in business for 26 years. Yeah. Yeah. One thing that I've found is that new entrepreneurs don't understand that, mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. there's cycles in mm -hmm. your business. Absolutely. So during those cycles, during the, the, um, the times when they're not, your business isn't doing as much as it was a couple mm -hmm. months prior, yeah. mm -hmm. a lot of entrepreneurs quit. Right. 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 Um, I know how to pivot because obviously mm. I've been in business for a long time. I know yeah. how to pivot. So mm -hmm. what do you say to the entrepreneurs who um, are struggling with those ebb and flows in their business? What mm -hmm. do you do? What do you do? Right. So one thing, and I have learned this, um, you have to love your business when your business doesn't love you. And that mm. would be... Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. That's wait a minute. That's a tweetable moment. Hold right, on, right. Hold on. Look, I gotta turn my voice recorder on so I can look. I know I can go back and watch this, but I need this on my verse right. voice recorder. Hold on. What? Yes, Say that one more time. Right. You have to love your business when your business doesn't love you. What does that mean? That means like during the, you know, how we have the ebbs and flows. So when you're at the, in the valley, you know, that's like you said, people do want to quit. Oh, I'm not getting any calls. No one's in here. I've been sitting up here for a week. I'm paying this overhead. Um, so I just want to, I might as well just quit and go back to bedside, you know, from a nursing standpoint. But, you know, but instead of that, I'm going to thug it out. I'm going to get out there. I'm going to go market. You know, I'm going to go talk to people. I'm going to try to drive um, um, traffic in. I'm going to host events, you know, to bring um, traffic to, to, to an area. So that's what that means. Like you have to keep going. It's, it's so, e it's easier to give up than it is to keep going. It really is. It truly is. <laughs> it is easier to give up than to keep going. Mm -hmm. That's, that's very true. Um, mm -hmm. Girl, so many gems. You. You've given, you know, you've given a blueprint. You've given several different blueprints during this conversation. Like you really have. Oh, thank you. Know, you. For those who are paying attention to this, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. 
I mean, what else do you have going on? Uh, so I had, um, so one thing that I have going on that just really touches my heart is um, in December of uh, 2020, my four, well, at the time she was three, Anne-Marie, she was diagnosed with leukemia, right? And it, it really, right. It really rocked our world. Um, and this little trooper, we call her Princess Warrior, right? Because she is, oh my God, <laughs> she yeah, needs to be I, a guest. I, yeah. <laughs> she will um, be, she'll be on my show. <laughs> because she, like, just looking at her and how she has endured her, this diagnosis, you know? So um, I am doing a coloring book and activity series um, based around leukemia and the signs and symptoms from her point of view, right? So, yeah, you know, so parents and other children can understand or get an idea of, you know, one day you're fine and you're not, you know, sick, but then the next day you're sick. And when she took, you know, the medicine and it caused all of her hair to come out, you know, um, how we helped her get through that, you know, and still keep her confidence and still help her grow. So these are things that are, are in the activity and coloring book. And um, I'm talking to Children's Hospital now about putting that, you know, um, in their, on their oncology ward. And so, so then that parlayed into a second book because her brother, my grandson, who is six, um, he, this diagnosis, as bad as it was, um, you know, he's, he's still a human being. So at the time, his mom was pregnant. She's remarried from my son. Um, you know, they're divorced, my son and she. Um, so she's remarried and she was pregnant at the time. So now here comes a new baby and here comes Anne-Marie that's always sick. So he kind of felt left out. But this is a commonality for families that have a sick child or even a newborn, that one child feels left out. Although we were trying to incorporate him in everything, you know, people were sending gifts and money and, you know, but um, he felt really left out. So that's the second part of the series um, of the, the through um, the leukemia diagnosis through Anne-Marie's eyes is what it's called. And so the second one would be, you know, basically through Dalen's eyes, you know, a sibling that's sick. So that, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's going to be coloring books and what else? Mm -hmm. It's um, coloring books. And so everything, like all of the things that you can color have something to do with like a symptom, you know, like I'm feeling fine today with a smile and then I'm sick. And there's mm -hmm. actually a, a picture of, you know, them over the toilet. And um, so, and there are activities like um, uh, the number, the job, you know, connect the dots, you know. Um, just things to keep them occupied while they're at their doctor's office or even in the hospital. So, um, it, oh, and um, like word, like a easy word puzzle, like a circle, you know, for the kids, you know, where they can like a word search. That's what it. Sorry, couldn't find the word. The word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so are there lessons in it other than just the uh, symptoms, or how's it? How how are you tying that in? Right. So the first, the first one is um, really about the symptoms and how she felt throughout the, her journey. Um, so the second one will have a little more lessons, like, because okay. that's more so on Dalen and how he was feeling and how mm -hmm. parents, families, and friends can continue to help embrace um, that 
I don't want to say the left out child, but the child that feels left out, you know, because we didn't intentionally leave him out, but he felt it. But his feelings were real, you know, because your feelings are your feelings, you know. So, yeah. So how so how are you guys going to or how are you going to release this to the world or are you going to just have it in doctor's offices or what, what does that look like? Right. So I'm, I'm set up on Amazon. So self-publishing. And like I said, I'm speaking with um, Children's Hospital right now as well. Okay. as. Um, and I did forget to mention, like, there's two cancer groups, um, two children's um, groups mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm speaking to to see, you know, if they want to put that book into their on their platform as well. So mm-hmm. You have such yeah. a good heart. <laughs> Thank, you. Like so right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And you're my girl. You know that. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. So, Tail, I want you to speak to um, the nurse mm-hmm. who's at the bedside. Mm-hmm. She wants to get into entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. She's probably dabbled in entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. but she still feels stuck. Can you right. speak to her? a minute? I sure can. Um, Because this is a conversation that I have with the people that I do consultations with. Um, You know, sis, I understand right now that you're stuck between a rock and a hard place because you need your bills to be paid and you are so comfortable or you you know that you have that bi-weekly or weekly paycheck coming in. However, at the end of the day, you cannot leave this hospital to your beautiful children. So while you are doing this, you know, while you're still working, why don't you try to transition a little bit into, um, into entrepreneurship, start that business, take some courses, get a mentor, get out there, but you have to get started. And the better, and the, the sooner you get started, the better off you'll be. Because at the end of the day, these hospitals do not care about you. They don't. You, they will have your position posted, sooner than you put in your two weeks notice, you know? And I I will also say too, that they make us feel so guilty about being human. They make us feel guilty if we want time off, you know, if we're sick or if a child is sick, they want us to still be there. And you won't have to worry about that when you have your own business because you'll be making your own hours. So I say, sis, do it. Start that business today. That's what I would say. Y'all heard it. Y'all got some, y'all got some great advice. So Sharice, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on Instagram at mobile labs, mobile labs by Sharice. And I'm on Facebook. I have mobile labs um, by Sharice and also Sharice Pate. You can reach me at 404-618-3353 or my website, which is www.mobilelabsbysharice. That's C-H-E-R-E-S-E dot com if you want a massage or a facial you can go to elevated lifestyle but life is l-y-f-e style.com all right so don't worry about remembering all that i'm gonna put all the links <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna put all her handles social media handles right. uh, in the description so don't worry about it just go click on it so you'll have it and um maybe if they tell you that they heard about you through mm-hmm. TMAC Inspired Podcast, mm-hmm. they may get a little discount, right? <laughs> yes, they will. 
because yeah, I know how yeah. T-Mac likes her affiliations. And <laughs> yes, 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 I do. I do. Yes. You're talking about that on the back end, but I'm just saying. <laughs> and I see you, right. have, one, I see you have, we have one on matching yes, shirts today. We do. Say, I purchased hey. this, I think, was this 2019 or was it 20? I think it was 2019. It was a while ago, maybe 2019. Mm -hmm. You got the okay. hashtag inspire shirt. So what right. does that mean? Yes. Tell me what that means before we end. Um, I inspired. So it means that um, I still want to inspire people and I allow people to inspire me. It's just walking around full of um, just love and joy, <laughs> like seriously, and just full of inspiration. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you again, sis, for coming on. Thank you for having me. This was such an honor and a pleasure. So thank you. I love you. <laughs> love you too, girl. <laughs> Hey, 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 don't forget to follow me if you're not on all platforms at TMAC underscore inspired. All right. See you on the next episode. Bye.